A lot of people think Brandon Moreno was just all of a sudden he got cut and he got good. No, he's always been good. He's always been at the highest level, but he's always also been a mental midget. Guess what? Payback's a biatch. I like the, I like, I still like the kid, but it's personal now. Welcome back to the Triple C and Schmo Show. This is episode number three. He's the king of cringe and the champ champ and the Olympic gold medalist, Henry Cejudo. I'm the Schmo. We just played that clip from last week's episode, and the Schmo just wants to start off by saying this. We need to hold our ground more. This man, Henry, he's got his opinions. The Schmo has his opinions. Brandon Moreno is the champ. He's the first one born in Mexico. He's representing a country. And guess what? He's fearless. He'll take on anyone. He's got the trilogy against Davison Figueredo. He could have fought anyone, but he wants Figueredo, the best man at the right opportunity. And we're going to see it. So the Schmo wants to apologize to Brandon Moreno. There you go. Well, that's your apology. For me, it's a little different, Schmo, because I yeah. keep it 100. I keep it 100. I think uh, I still like Brandon. This is all the pure competition. I really do have a lot of love for the dude. But this is this is just different, Schmo. This, I just state facts, and that's it. So, But I get it. We understand. This would be a boring show if we just agreed on everything all the time. Uh, of course, man. We ain't reading the cat in the hat. And I think I believe that's what separates us, Schmo, is the fact that we can be true, we can be honest, and we can stay facts, and we can praise it when we have to, and we can apologize just like you just did today on the show. Well said. And now with that said, let's start off with this week's gold medal moment. The Schmo was there. We just saw the trilogy fight. Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury. Fury knocks out Wilder in round 11. Triple C. What are your thoughts? Ooh, I tell you what, man. Watching all those Rocky Balboa's movies, I mean, this is exactly what it was. This, was, this reminds me a lot of the Apollo Creed, uh, uh, the Apollo Creed Rocky Balboa one, because it was just like, I mean, there was a total of six knocks, knockdowns, and eventually the last knockdown from Tyson Fury to put the stamp in the third fight, man. It was just the way to go, Schmo. I mean, it was, I felt like for a minute there, like they were both kind of rope-a-doping. One guy was hurt, and one guy was seriously hurt. And I felt like the ball was 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 rolling more on the Wilder's side. And then eventually in the middle and the later rounds, Tyson Fury just started to eat him up. He started to use a clinch. He started to weigh on him. And I think for that reason, he was more tactical. He was more, uh, more strategic. So just a great way for Tyson Fury. And congratulations from one of the trilogy. The best boxing fight the Schmo has ever seen live. T-Mobile Arena was electric. Deontay Wilder with those two knockdowns in the fourth round. Man, you saw the seesaw going back and forth. Both these guys weighed in at their heaviest fighting against one another. And the Schmo thought it was interesting that Tyson Fury never took his shirt off, even leading up to the fight. At the weigh-ins, the shirt stayed on. But guess what, man? That 277 pounds... The Schmo knows Deontay Wilder was complaining that he was leaning on him throughout the fight. Well, guess what? He also outboxed him. He nearly doubled the significant strikes landed. Maybe all the strikes landed. It was and, an and, excellent and of course, fight. And of course, Schmo, but that's, that's the name of the game. You don't just box somebody. You tactically break somebody down. So if the ref allows it, 
I mean, it's it's legal. I mean, people do it all the time. Look at Floyd. Floyd likes to clinch too. That's something that De- Deontay Waters is going to have to get used to or not allow people to get in. But I will say something, small about that fight. The great fight, one of the best of your fights in boxing history, but they didn't shake hands at the end. I believe that there should be some sportsmanship at the end on either side. Whether one guy's mad, still mad at the other, I still felt like they should have sh- shaken hands. And hopefully, Schmo, that boxing's able to take a little bit of what the UFC is doing when, you know, just because you lose doesn't mean your career's over. And that's typically how the boxing game has become. But hopefully we can see a Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury 4. What do you think that sounds like? Well, it's, it sounds like you're trying to get into a future segment of this show, Pillow Fights. We can talk about that. But listen, hopefully the sportsmanship that shapes up over time. The Schmo would love to see some of the best personalities the Schmo has ever interviewed. Outside of Triple C, of course, Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury bury the hatchet as time yeah, that was loud. Bomb <laughs> squad. A fantastic fight. And you brought up Rocky Balboa. Right after the fight, the schmo chased down Antonio Tarver, the former multi-time light heavyweight boxing champion, also known as Mason the Lion Dixon, who fought Rocky Balboa in the final chapter of the Rocky movies to get his opinion. And hey, we even asked him, how do you compare this to the Rocky stuff? We got a little chuckle or two out of him from that, but... Uh, Listen, it lived up to the hype. It was a fantastic fight. You bring up a good point with the sportsmanship, and uh, we'll get into the pillow fights, who the schmo thinks these two should fight later on. So with that said, let's get on to the silver medal moment from heavyweight boxing to heavyweight MMA. We got Cyril Bomkin on gone, the interim heavyweight champion of the UFC fighting Francis Ngannou. It's booked January 22nd, UFC 270. How is this going to compare this heavyweight bout to what we just saw with boxing, Triple C? Oh, I, I tell you what, Shmo, hopefully these two heavyweight boxers are super, super inspired because what these two heavyweights just demonstrated this, uh, this last Saturday was amazing. I think Francis Ngannou and Gan are two former training partners. I mean, these guys trained in France back in the day. And if anybody can beat Francis Ngannou, it would be his former training partner. You know why? Because he spent a lot of time. He understands his movements whenever it is. Because I will say something about Francis Ngannou, and I've talked to Mike Tyson about this. He does load when he throws. Yeah, he throws a lot of power. And if he catches you, he'll put you to sleep. But he also telegraphs a lot because there's a lot of power. There's a lot of load in there. So if anybody could be Francis Ngannou, I think it could be his former training partner who is gone. This fight right now, January 22nd, is stacking up. Schmo. Well, we'll get into that also, but let the schmo weigh in here real quick. We love how everything has worked out with these UFC fights. It works out that it's Cyril Gan fighting Francis Ngannou. We saw Francis Ngannou fight Derek Lewis. It was pretty boring. And now we saw the clinic in Houston that the striking from Cyril Gan he put on against Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis maybe landed like twice the entire fight. Cyril Gan was piecing him up. And as you mentioned, they are former training partners. You got the undefeated guy and Cyril Gan fighting the big brother, the protege in there. Ferdinand, he used to train. Um, he, he used to train Francis Ngannou before he came here to the United States and went to XC, Eric Nixick, Extreme Couture, that whole team. So you have the juicy storylines there. But what we love, too, is that we're going to get action. Both these guys like to bang. We're going to see some bang in January 22nd, so you can't disappoint there. 
and uh, the schmo can't wait. We can't wait. Yeah, let's go. Is there any other fight, Schmo, in that car? Come on. Come yes. on, Schmo. Hey, that's right. That's right. Because listen, man, when we found out, which we'll get into for the next segment, the bronze segment, that Leon Edwards and Masvidal got booked, which just happened, they are now moving Figueredo and Moreno, your trading partner now, Davison Ferrego, to January 22nd, UFC 270. I call him Figgy My Jiggy. David Figueredo has officially arrived at Fight Ready MMA today. We had our first session in wrestling. I tell you what, getting that month, getting that extra month is only going to help Davidson because I tell you what, he is big. And I told him at the first thing I said, in order for you to become successful, you are going to have to control that weight. You are going to have to control that nutrition. And the same thing with me. You know what, Shmo? I used to struggle back in the day with my, with my weight. and the, I missed weight two or three times. So guess what I did? I had to fire my nutritionist, Calvin Gastelum. So now that Davidson Figueredo is here now, like I'm really going to pinpoint and working on all those little areas that Brandon Brando is good at, the body locks, taking the back, things of that nature, his distance. And uh, I'm just excited for him to, you know, to, to, you know, to take me up on the offer. He's coming down here, so he's going to be out here for the next three months. And you guys will see Figgy My Jiggy 2.0. The Schmo's not going to sit here and call himself Carmen San Diego, but we're going to put two and two together here. You're giving this guy an extra month to train with you, Triple C, Henry Cejudo. You're going to give him the new nutritionist now that you fired Calvin Gaslam. You're going to help him with the wrestling and the nutrition. This extra time could only benefit him, wouldn't you say? Exactly. And I told Davis because we talked about it. We talked about how is it that he struggles with the weight because I'm like, listen, put a timeline on your career and how long you want to stay at 125 pounds. I says, I knew once I beat TJ that I never want to go back to that weight class ever again because you suffer, Schmo. Unfortunately, it sucks, man. You, you will deplete yourself. You will start not liking the sport just because you're just not happy. So I said, this is strictly business. This is what you have to do. Follow my game plan, and, I will, and you will have that belt around your waist once again. So can I get a and new? The Schmo feels like this won't be the last time we talk about these two going at it before this fight starts. So let's go on to the bronze medal moment. Because that fight, this fight, Leon Edwards or Masvidal finally announced it's going down at UFC 269, December 11th. That's why Moreno and Figgy got moved to January 22nd. What do you make of this bronze medal moment, Leon Edwards or Hamasvidal? Oh, I love it because this fight, this is true beef. This isn't a persona. This isn't a character. This is a guy that literally, you know, like these guys literally fought backstage where, you know, we get the famous three piece of the soda from Jorge Masvidal. You know, we, we get that whole point of what he did. I mean, this has been three years in the making, Schmo. I mean, this three years drama, them calling each other everything under the sun. And now they get a chance to prove it on December 11th. And I believe this fight right here is going to be absolutely fireworks. What the hell took so long? Last week, the schmo was in Denver. <laughs> we were in the flesh interviewing Kamaru Usman. 
Him getting ready for Kobe Covington in New York, UFC 268. The Schmo loves when Usman always says, show me something, do something, do something. Well, finally, we're going to get some action in the welterweight division. And if Leon Edwards gets through Masvidal, he is the clear-cut next man in line to be fighting for the welterweight strap. But let me say this to you, Triple C. If Masvidal does beat Leon Edwards, does he get a third shot at Usman if Usman beats Kobe? Or... Granted, does he fight Kobe Covington with Kobe's first title defense? That's a great storyline. Does it just depend on what hat spins at Madison Square Garden for that next fight? What would this you say? Is a, this is the thing, Shmo. We tell the truth here, and it's all about numbers. If it makes dollars, it makes sense. And this is the thing. This is how the UFC works. Yeah, it's mixed martial arts, but in reality, it's a damn marketing company. If George Masvidal is able to display and knock this dude out, he is the next person in line and possibly fight Kamara Usman for the third time because this is the way it works. This is just the way it is unless Uncle Daniel doesn't want it no more. George Mavzadal brings in the numbers. If Kobe does happen to beat you know, Kamara Usman, oh, he is definitely going in there. And I know for a fact that that's more of what probably more of the official UFC actually want because there's there's more of a storyline. I mean, literally, Kamar Usman has done a lap. And I'm going to say this again for Kamar Usman as his friend. I think he needs to go up and conquer a second belt. Well, he talked about fighting Canelo for pound-for-pound pound best. Best in boxing, best in MMA. He's willing to box him. Hey, Conor McGregor once said that too, and he ended up fighting Floyd Mayweather. Just saying, because he won't fight Izzy, who's his best bud. You know, the African blood brothers right there at 185. 155 would be way too hard of a weight cut for him, man. So, listen, maybe, maybe that's an option. But let me let the schmo just say this for the record. If Kobe Covington is the champion, no matter what, we see the winner of... Uh, uh, Leon Edwards and Masvidal fighting him. If Usman is and still and Leon Edwards wins, that's the fight. But if Masvidal wins, the schmo thinks you got to still look at Gilbert Alderino Burns. A lot of people were not high on the victory against Wonderboy Thompson. The schmo was high on that. We can't skip him over. He didn't get the opportunity to rematch Usman. Masvidal's already gotten the opportunity to get the rematch. Don't sit on El Dorino in that scenario. Just want to throw that out there. Yeah, El Dorino, you make me want to go eat some Doritos, man. I don't know, something about that name makes me want to just eat some chips. But you're right, Schmo. We cannot sleep on, we cannot sleep on with the American name, the Brazilian with the American name, Gilbert Burns, because we cannot. The dude is a savage on his, he's a savage on the ground. He's a former jiu-jitsu world champ. And he has he has shown to be able to knock people out with his with his hands. So, but at the same time, it's he just recently fought Kamara Usman. I don't think they give him the fight. He's gonna have to go on the next two three fight win streak, and I think he will eventually get it. It's just only the fact that Kamara Usman knocked him out within the I believe it was the third round. And uh, I think Leon Edwards, if he wins, he definitely deserves it. I don't think nobody pipe. Nobody bypasses this. And I'm not even going to make him the favorite against George Mazadal because he's slick. He even wrestles. That's the only thing that's more likely. I think that he's going to pull those tricks out of his hat. He's got great striking. More likely, he might try to set things up to eventually take Masvidal down. Because if you've seen that from the last fight with Kamara Usman, that's exactly what you do. That's exactly what you do to beat a George Masvidal. And we spent all this time kind of previewing hypotheticals. So let's now get into the segment where we do preview hypotheticals. We call it Pillow Fights. 
Let's go. None other than our pillow fights is Fury and Welder. Who is it they're going to fight next, Schmo? Because I got my predictions. I think Tyson Fury should fight two people. I think number one, my number one pick is going to be with my Mexican brother. Even though the Mexicans don't think I'm Mexican, I think he needs to fight Andy Ruiz. And I, I truly do believe as good as we saw the fight on Saturday, I saw a lot of mistakes from both of them. And I feel like somebody short, compact, with finesse and power, that is, that is Andy Ruiz. Even though he did lose to Joshua the second time, the dude, in my, in my opinion, has the best ability to beat all these guys. And then the second one after that, we can't forget about the, my Ukrainian brother, Usyk. Usyk, and, and I had called it. We had talked about it. Shmoy says, Usyk's going to beat this dude because he's super technical. He's like a Ruiz and a bigger. He's a taller Ruiz, probably more faster and explosive. But I would do it like that and then maybe fight, maybe have Usyk. More likely, I think Usyk might end up fighting uh, uh, Anthony Joshua again because that's how the, he's got a good manager, man. They always tend to do that. Eddie Hearn. And then, and yeah, exactly, man. So, you know, you got to give credit where credit's due. And I believe Wilder, I think Wilder needs to go go back and uh, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of matchups for him at the heavyweight division. I think uh, I think maybe do a I think maybe do a rematch with the Cuban once again. I mean, there's a there's a lot of fights out there. Or he gets Andrew Ruiz. I like that. Yes. Fight too. See, the schmo has been chopping at the bit to talk about this and you're taking the words out of the mouth. You're going all over the place. You're right. Usyk and Joshua because of Eddie Hearn. Man, Eddie Herney's good at what he does. He They're going to get that rematch. But Tyson Fury, the schmo wouldn't have been surprised, though, if Tyson Fury announced his retirement. We were kind of in the back of our mind expecting that at the post-fight press conference or when he got up there singing. Man, he's got great vocals. Multi-talented guy, this Tyson Fury. We thought that could have been a possibility. But it's not because he didn't say it. Well, it still could be. But who should he fight next? Obviously, it, number one should be Usyk. You unify, you get the best. And if he were to get all the belts and remain undefeated, the Schmo thinks he's not just the best heavyweight boxer of all time. The Schmo will call him the greatest boxer of all time. You stack up his resume and going undefeated against all the guys, I would give it that. That's the number one fight. Obviously, you don't get that fight. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? I don't know. But that's the fight to make for him. Deontay Wilder, two options. I would say Andy Ruiz, and I would say Anthony Joshua. Joshua, I think, makes the most sense. Obviously, they're coming off losses. They both have had the belts. That would be a great fight. Obviously, the politics get in the way. You're going to get the Usyk rematch. But because they're both PBC, what's most likely, I think, going to happen, what you ended on, Andy Ruiz and Deontay Wilder. I think stylistically, that would be great. You brought up the Cuban uh, fighter that he fought. Uh, he's fought him twice. I feel like Andy Ruiz, the big old style, he, he would be a great fighter for Deontay Wilder. And you know, the PBC, it's easy to get done. You know how promotions work in boxing. Those are the hypothetical fights the Schmo would make. Yeah, exactly. But this is the thing, Schmo. This is the only thing with boxing, man. These guys got to fight each other now. I, yeah. don't think, I don't think Tasha Fury is going to retire because there's too much money on the line. There's too much money. I think he made close to... Uh, I think he made close to about maybe 15 to 20 million. Yeah. So, yeah. So uh, real quick, the Cuban should have said him by name. Luis Ortiz, King Kong. That's the Cuban's name. The, the Deontay Walders fought him twice. And the Schmo saw a statistic. I believe 30 million guaranteed to Tyson Ferry before pay-per-views. 20 million guaranteed to Deontay Wilder before pay-per-views. These guys were paid, man. Paid. Bring truck. Lee, uh, man. If it, they need me to hold the bag, man, just let me know, Schmo. That's right. Now, with that said, we want to get into 
this week's top moment. Bump it up, bump it up. Triple C, believe it or not, that big boxing match was not the only fight that took place on Saturday. We had UFC Fight Night. I believe it was UFC Fight Night 194 at the UFC Apex, the main event. Marina Harrigic, she won a unanimous decision against Mackenzie Dern in a fight that Mackenzie Dern was favored. And the Schmo just wants to say this. We love watching Marina Rodriguez. Obviously, she's not right there with her English. She'll learn that over time, but she's an exciting fighter to watch. The way she's fighting right now, the way she's rising through the ranks in the strawweight division reminds the schmo of a Joanna Young Jacek. And the irony here is she called out in the post-fight press conference, Joanna Young Jacek, called her out for inactivity. She's demanding that she fights or gets out of the rankings. So the schmo, with this Tosh moment, wants to see Joanna Young Jacek Fight Maria Rodriguez. And I think Maria Rodriguez, she's one victory away from fighting for a straw weight belt. I know there's Jan now ahead of her. I know there's Carla Esparza ahead of her. But Maria Rodriguez, obviously she got the... She, the only loss she had was against the cookie monster, Carla Esparza. But listen, she's there. She's learned her lessons. The way she's able to survive the grappling, the BJJ of Mackenzie Dern. She's an exciting fighter to watch. And she will be fighting in the future for the strawweight champ. Champ, I keep saying that word wrong. With that reason, she is the Schmo's Tosh moment of the week. Awesome, awesome. I think I think she has it, Schmo. I think she's uh, I I think she's just she just has that grit, you know. And I think her pressure and her ability to just go out there and fight somebody and attack somebody is what makes her special. And with that said, our final segment of the day. It's a debut segment. We call this the King's Speech. Dun, da, da, da. Well, none other than yours truly, King Triple C, and the King's Speech. Today, I just want to say my, my Brazilian brother from the Pitbull Bros, all the way from Natal, Brazil, Patricio Ferreira, has just relinquished his lightweight belt. I mean, he wants to really re, re, uh, rejuvenate who he was as a fighter, as a person. He, he, he decided to let that go to allow his, his brother, Patricky Pitfall, to have an opportunity to fight Peter Quilly in Ireland with the attendance of Conor McGregor to be able to fight him. And I, I, talked, I talked to Patricky Pitbull about a, a few days ago, and he says, man, he says, I've been, I've been wanting, I've been gunning for this bout since the first time I signed with Bellator. And this man has been with, in Bellator for, man, he's going close to about 20 years. And they're like, that's how long these guys have been in the industry for. I mean, seriously, Schmo, these guys have been in there for a minute. And I do believe that Patricky Pitbull, because of his brother, is going to relinquish that bout, that he will be the next lightweight Bellator champion of the world. You heard it here, folks. And with that said, we will end on this. The Schmo will be in the flesh with you, Triple C, this week. There's a big Bellator fight. Bellator 268, the light heavyweight Grand Prix. And on Saturday, it's your baby shower. Bam, congratulations. Thank you, Schmo. Thank you, man. We're, we're extremely, we're, you know how cool this baby shower is going to be, Schmo? We're going to have Davidson Figueredo in the house. We're going to have uh, Zhang Wei Li in the house and her team. My former nutritionist, Calvin Gastelum. I mean, we're going to have a bunch of fighters, and we may have a special guest by the name of Mike Tyson. So, so stay tuned, Schmo. Uncle Mike might be coming to my baby shower. I'm extremely excited to see if he comes, but I'm just excited, Schmo. 
Well, you drop a lot of names there, but you don't mention one name and you're staring right, at the guy. That's right. And the schmo. Yes, we got the invite. <laughs> and for that, what's your name? I am Triple C. And I am the schmo. We will deliver. We're 